This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Mr. Weinstein, how are you feeling today? The Harvey Weinstein Trial, day one. The prosecutor painted a graphic and disturbing picture. Then, the secret candy stash at the Trump impeachment trial. Carefully opening the wrapper and taking a little piece off of it. And what's the word of the day? Pettifogging. Pettifogging. P-E-T-T-I-F-O-G-G-I-N. And the 12-hour burglary. She took all this, even the toilet paper. Plus, Oprah Winfrey, why she's on Team Meghan and Harry. I support them 1,000%. And Leap of Life. The bartender who saved a choking customer. You won't believe how he says he learned the Heimlich maneuver. World Health Crisis. There are steps you can take to help keep you from getting sick. And Breakfast Wars. To eat or not to eat, that's the question. Dr. Oz versus Mark Wahlberg. I'm coming to you, Dr. Oz. Anytime, anywhere. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Graphic opening statements today in the sexual assault trial of disgraced movie producer Harvey Weinstein, more than two years after he was first accused. The trial kicks off as an explosive audio tape has emerged on which you can allegedly hear Weinstein trying to convince a Victoria's Secret model to give him a massage. How are you feeling today? Harvey Weinstein stumbles as he comes to court for the first day of testimony in his trial for rape. I can do this. I gotta just go slow. In place of his notorious walker, an attorney held his arm as Weinstein shambled toward his date with justice, looking frail and weary. Tell me better? Yeah. You think you feel like you have a fair trial, Harvey? An aide carried the walker into court just in case. Weinstein has pled not guilty to the rape and sexual assault of two women. In her opening statement, the prosecutor painted a graphic and disturbing picture of the alleged rapes, describing Weinstein as a monster and a predator who used his power as a top Hollywood producer to target aspiring actresses. It was so graphic and unnerving that one of the female jurors actually winced while she was listening to the testimony. Jurors were also shown a photo of Weinstein with Bill Clinton and looking hale and hearty, not frail as he looks today. In their opening statement, the defense told the jury about loving emails and text messages sent to Weinstein by his accusers after 
after the alleged attacks. As the trial got underway, journalist Ronan Farrow released an explosive audio recording between Weinstein and Victoria's Secret model Amber Gutierrez. It was secretly taped in 2015. If you want to spend time with me, what I will mentor you, I teach you, whatever, but you have to, you know, relax with me, have fun, enjoy what? a massage, something. No, I'm, I'm, I'm shy. I know, but a massage, something nice. If you don't trust me, then we have no reason to do anything, and you will lose big opportunities. There are seven men and five women on the jury who will decide Weinstein's fate. They include a security guard, a Wall Street investor, banker, accountant, and lawyer. There is also a writer whose novel is about a sexual predator. Not a good sign for the defense that the judge allowed that juror to remain on the jury. The trial could last as long as one month if convicted. Weinstein, who has denied all accusations of non-consensual sex, could face life in prison. And opening arguments in the Senate impeachment trial of the president got underway in Washington today following a preliminary session last night that went on until 2 o'clock in the morning. So how is everyone in the Senate chamber staying alert? After all, no coffee's allowed. But there is a candy stash. Here's Stephen Fabian. The hours are killing them. We spotted several senators fidgeting in their seats, passing notes back and forth to one another. How do these 100 U.S. senators stay focused? Well, they have a secret candy stash. Once the senators enter the chamber, there's no food, no coffee. They're only allowed water and milk, but they have an endless supply of candy. Chip Reed is covering the impeachment trial for CBS News. This is an old tradition that goes way back. There is one desk right by where they walk onto the Senate floor that has for decades been the place where they can grab candy. And whatever senator happens to be sitting there is in charge of the candy drawer. The man who sits there now is Toomey, Senator Toomey of Pennsylvania. He's got it loaded with Hershey chocolate because he is from Pennsylvania where Hershey's is based. What's in the candy desk? Hershey bar. Bars, Rollos, Milky Ways, Three Musketeers bars, peanut butter cups, and peanut chews. Activist actress Alyssa Milano watched the trial from the visitors' gallery. She says she spotted the senators munching on candy bars. It's funny because nobody wants to make noise, right? So the way in which they were eating that was like carefully opening the wrapper and taking a little piece off of it. I caught up with some of the bleary-eyed senators today. How much sleep did you get last night? Um, I got... Five hours, which is pretty good. But what about the rest of us? Did anybody watch it yesterday? Nobody Kelly Ripa was stunned to find nobody that no one in her audience tuned in. You're telling me nobody in this room, and it was on every channel all day. They lie, and lie, and lie, and lie. The epic night was actually filled with drama and emotion, leading to this reprimand from Chief Justice John Roberts. I think it is appropriate at this point for me to admonish uh, both the House managers and the President's counsel. He used a word that is trending today on social media. Petty fogging. Come again? Petty fogging. P-E-T-T-I-F-O-G-G-I-N. Gee. Petty fogging. I still don't really know what it means. If you, if you have any idea. I have no idea what it means either. But uh, if we broke it down, right, petty, fo- yep, still have no idea. No clue. <laughs> no clue. Petty fogging means placing undue emphasis on petty details. Petty fogging. 
And now you know, the president headed back to Washington, D.C. today. It is a brazen home burglary that went on for 12 hours, all while the owner was away on a trip. As Les Trump reports, the suspect took all kinds of things, including toilet paper. Talk about brazen. Police say this woman burglarized a home, and boy, did she take her time. She hit the home and stayed there for 12 hours. There she is stealing a TV and dragging out a vacuum cleaner. The woman also loads up a hamper filled with stolen goods. She even stole toilet paper. The burglar takes no steps to conceal her identity. Barbara Love says her home in Oklahoma is being renovated and she was away when her home was raided. The granny is especially heartbroken over her stolen jewelry. I was just sick over the jewelry because, like I said, that's what my husband got me and he's passed away. Incredibly, after the break-in, Granny turned detective and went to a local pawn shop where she says she found her stolen jewelry and an employee told her the alleged crook was still there. She said, is this your ring? And stuck out her finger and I said, yes. And then she stuck out her other finger and said, is this your ring? And I said, yes. She says, talk very quietly. We'll take care of this. And police confirmed they did arrest the suspect at the pawn shop. They say she was trying to sell some of the stolen items. She was a guest at their wedding. Now she's one of their biggest cheerleaders. Oprah Winfrey is very much on Team Megxit. Oprah is coming to Meghan and Harry's defense. I support them 1,000%. Oprah, who was a guest at the fairy tale wedding in 2018, is telling everyone to back off and leave them alone. When a person has sat and thought about what is the best decision I'm going to make for my family, and then he makes that decision, none of us have any right to say anything about that. That's his decision for his family. Oprah was leaving a New York City hotel with BFF Gail King, who attended Meghan's baby shower last year. She's also on Team Meghan and Harry. I thought it was very unfair to say that the Queen was blindsided. Yeah. Even the Queen's own statement said these conversations have been, been going, going on for months. Yeah. So that whole media story yeah. about they were blindsided. And the Queen that treated the shoddily. Yeah. That, 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 that's just that's not, not true. Not. Oprah's comments come as Meghan today released new photos of her recent visit to an animal charity in London. More proof that she intends to remain in the public spotlight despite stepping back from royal duties. A stunning admission from Jessica Simpson in the new issue of People magazine. She shares details of a rough time in her life in which she found herself addicted to pills and booze. Jessica Simpson is revealing her secret addiction battle. The pop star says she had a dependency on alcohol and stimulants. I was killing myself with all the drinking and pills, she writes in an excerpt from her new memoir published in People magazine. The mom of three says, I would be hung over, braiding hair, making lunches, fighting to be present. She says she turned to diet pills as a teenager, but her usage intensified after filming Dukes of Hazzard. Y'all ready to order? When she lost her Daisy Duke physique and became more curvy. I punished myself and I took more diet pills, she says. Fans have long wondered about Jessica's sobriety. There was this incident from 2015, slurring her words while promoting her clothing line on the home shopping network. I buy probably too many black shoes when I need to buy. I think navy is trending right now. This night out in 2017 also made headlines when Jessica stumbled out of her husband's birthday dinner. 
Jessica says she's been sober since 2017, and she showed off her healthy glow in a sexy silk dress for her People photo shoot. For more on Jessica's journey to sobriety, go to peopletv.com. And that issue of people hits newsstands on Friday. Just days before the biggest night in the music industry comes a stunning allegation that the Grammys are rigged. And the accusation comes from the woman who was running the organization until she was suspended. Now we're speaking with a former member of the Recording Academy for his take. Is the Grammy Awards show rigged? This is a big bombshell. At the Grammys, they are under a cloud of controversy. Yeah. That's the shocking claim being made by the recently ousted CEO. Hi, everyone. I'm Deborah Dugan. Dugan says the Recording Academy tampered with the nominations and the voting and who got to perform on the coveted Grammy stage. Inside Edition spoke to Rob Kenner, a former Recording Academy committee member, who says he was not invited back after writing an article critical of the process. What I learned was that the best albums often did not get nominated and then of the nominees, the best nominee often did not win. Dugan describes the Grammys as a boys club corrupted by a voting process ripe with corruption. In legal documents, she says the board uses secret committees as an opportunity to push forward artists with whom they have relationships. In 2019, Ed Sheeran's Perfect was a blockbuster hit. We were just kids when we fell in love. And so was Ariana Grande's Thank You Next. But both were excluded from the Song of the Year category, even though they earned enough votes. Dugan calls it an outrageous conflict of interest. In certain categories, I think people are voting for things that they don't really know what they're talking about. In 2017, Adele won Album of the Year, shocked that Beyonce's Lemonade lost, which was thought to be a shoe-in. Even Adele couldn't believe it. The Lemonade album was just so monumental, Beyonce. It was so monumental. Maybe now we know why she felt unworthy. The Recording Academy released a statement today attacking Deborah Dugan's credibility. They say she didn't raise these allegations until after she was being investigated herself for allegedly creating a toxic work environment. They say she was put on administrative leave after offering to step down for $22 million. Ms. Dugan denies all those claims. Now the bartender, who's also a little bit of a superman, leaping into action to save a man who was choking to death right in front of him. And you won't believe where he learned his first aid skills. It's heart-stopping surveillance video. A bartender springs into action, taking a leap, desperate to reach a choking customer. It happened at the Silvertone Bar and Grill in Boston. 34-year-old bartender Oscar Somoza noticed one of his customers was turning bright red and his friend was slapping him on the back. I just ran and uh, I'm happy I did. He showed us how he leapt over a velvet rope to reach the choking man. He performed the Heimlich maneuver, one thrust after another. How did the bartender learn his life-saving skills? Watching Baywatch, which taught him all about first aid. One, two, three. So what was the customer choking on? Steak. But that was the end of his meal. He turned around to thank the hero bartender. He gave me a firm handshake and say, just thank you for saving my life. Wow, this was the first time that Oscar had actually performed the Heimlich maneuver on anybody. Good job.
Next, world health crisis. There are steps you can take to help keep you from getting sick. And breakfast wars. To eat or not to eat, that's the question. Dr. Oz versus Mark Wahlberg. I'm coming to you, Dr. Oz. Anytime, anywhere. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The young woman convicted for urging her boyfriend to take his life. This court now finds you guilty. Next Inside Edition, she's getting out of jail after serving less than a year. Outrage over her early release. Then, how a popular social media star learned he had a potentially dangerous disease after a superfan saw this on his back. Save my life. Watch the next Inside Edition. The deadly virus that's killed at least 17 people in China has now turned up in this country. A man near Seattle who recently visited China has come down with the virus, sparking fears it could spread here. We've got some expert advice on how to stay healthy. As fears are sparked across the globe, there are ways to minimize your risk from contracting the deadly coronavirus. The outbreak comes at a crazy time for travel. Hundreds of millions of travelers are crisscrossing the world to celebrate the Chinese Lunar New Year. It's said to be the world's largest annual migration of humanity. The first American patient to be diagnosed with coronavirus is now in a hospital in Washington state. President Trump, speaking at the World Economic Summit in Switzerland, downplayed concerns today. We have it totally under control. It's one person coming in from China. And we have it under control. It's uh, going to be just fine. Here's Jim Murray. It's no secret that airplanes are breeding grounds for germs. So if you're planning on traveling by air, there are steps you can take to help keep you from getting sick. We spoke to Dr. Michael Danio at Air Hollywood Studios. His first tip, wear a face mask. Just wear it throughout the flight. It, um, it's actually quite comfortable. Also, wash your hands often with soap and warm water. Always wipe down your entire seat with a sanitary wipe. It takes a minimal amount of effort. These are things that you can carry with you on the plane. Dr. Daigneault also recommends choosing a window seat. Just like logically being a little bit more away from um, other passengers who may potentially be sick. Lastly, keep your air vent open. That pressure actually pushes down the heavier virus particles, and so it gives you that extra layer of protection. Tips that can help you stay healthy during a global health scare. And the city in central China where this virus has first been detected has now been quarantined. Residents have been told not to leave. The airport and public transportation in the area is being closed to outgoing passengers to try to help contain the outbreak. Still to come, Breakfast Wars. To eat or not to eat, that's the question. Dr. Oz versus Mark Wahlberg. I'm coming to you, Dr. Oz. Anytime, anywhere. It's the latest celebrity feud as Mark Wahlberg and Dr. Oz do battle over breakfast. Dr. Oz and Mark Wahlberg are feuding over breakfast. He understandably feels very passionately about breakfast. And he's bought in to the dogma that you have to eat breakfast to be healthy. It started with this taunt from the hunky actor. Listen, I don't care what Dr. Oz says. I gotta have my breakfast before I work out. Dr. Oz was quick to retort while doing push-ups. Oh, hey, Mark. Listen, I uh, watched your video and heard the taunting, but I didn't see any push-ups being done. Certainly not one-legged push-ups. The ball's near court, my friend. Anytime, anywhere. 
They get to 28. I've lost track. I'm about to work out now. I don't know if I need to, but I'm coming for you, Dr. Oz. So who's right? Haven't we been taught that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Why would you force yourself to have breakfast when you're not hungry? Because think about it. Our ancestors, they didn't get up with a big buffet of breakfast. They get up and they had to go hunt their prey. Wahlberg works out every day. He wakes up at 2.30 a.m., has breakfast at 3.15, works out from 3.45 to 5.15, and then has a second breakfast at 5.30 a.m. He eats six to seven meals each day. A battle like this with me and Mark Wahlberg can only end in a gym. Anytime, anywhere. <laughs> Game on. When we come back, a driving lesson from Dad doesn't exactly go as planned. Finally today, one panicked father. A dad is giving his son a driving lesson. It doesn't go so good. Check out the frosty look between father and son. But the tension quickly goes away. First, a smile, and then a good laugh. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and that is Inside Edition for today. We thank you so much for watching. See you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.